You're listening to Home for Christmas, a sermon series by Pastor Bay Allen. Thank you, worship team. And thank you, Faith on 68, and our visitors and guests and friends and extended family. It is wonderful to be with you today in the house of the Lord as we finish off a series that we've been in called Home for Christmas. And during this season, we've been looking at how a house isn't really a home. A home isn't really a house. We spent some time looking at how Jesus actually left his home for Christmas to come into this house of earth um, on that very first Christmas. And just a little bit, just kind of centering ourselves. What does it mean to go home for Christmas? To experience, as we pray the Lord's Prayer, you know, a little bit of that his kingdom coming on earth as it is in heaven. That's a homecoming. How do we experience that? And so today, uh, I encourage you to turn with me in your Bibles or an applicable app on your smartphones as we look at today's scripture. And this is one that you may not even need to turn to, John 3.16. It may be very familiar for a lot of you, um, but either way, I pray that it falls upon you as fresh snow on the ground. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. That whosoever believes in him shall have eternal life. And from the prophet Isaiah in the first chapter, the 18th verse reads, Come, let us reason together, says the Lord. Though your sins are like scarlet, they shall be as white as snow. Though they are red like crimson, they shall be as wool. This is the word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. Now, today is a wonderful day um, for me because this is kind of our Christmas. You know, tomorrow is Christmas, but today on Christmas Eve, we are celebrating what it means to experience Jesus Christ coming. All through Advent, we have been waiting and we have been preparing and we have just been looking and searching for our Messiah. And today we get to experience Jesus Christ in the flesh. God here with us, Emmanuel. And I got to tell you, a story came to mind for me because, you know, you can ask my wife. Sometimes I'll be singing Christmas songs even in the middle of summer and people will start to look at me kind of strange. I'll be walking down the the street, just kind of humming a tune or down the supermarket, kind of going, I'm dreaming of a white Christmas. Everybody, just like the ones who, you know, there it is. Right? Give yourselves a hand. Y'all sound great. Um, but I'll be doing that in, in January, in, in July. Like while you're walking through the supermarket, people are looking at their clock wondering if it's time for me to retake a medication or something. Um, but that song has kind of stuck with me. Um, now, now, growing up, I grew up in Virginia Beach, Virginia. And whether it was summer or whether, our, or whether it was winter, we had snow on the ground and it was brown. It was called sand. Okay. Um, so it's a little different than a Pennsylvania snow. And, and I kind of had this brown snow. You know, we'd build Sandy the Sandman. Yeah. Um, and, and he would blow away into the ocean. But it just wasn't the same. And I, and I was dreaming of a white Christmas. I hardly ever got one. You know, it was kind of at the top of my list. I'm like, I just want snow. I just want to be able to go out in the snow with my two older brothers and actually get a snowball to, to hit my mark. You know, I just wanted to have fun and frolic in the snow, but I never really got it. 
So I would sing that song, and it wasn't until I ended up coming up to Pennsylvania. I came up to attend IUP, and my wife will tell you a story of my first snow. Um, I kind of didn't really get, it was more than I had ever imagined, because you can't really do a whole lot when you get snowed in, for one thing. Um, but there's a, a little bit of a sad story that has a little bit of a smile around the corners of the mouth where Mary's grandma had passed away, I remember, and uh, we, 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 couldn't even, we couldn't even do the grave, the committal, it, the ground was solid. It, we couldn't even do it dur- during the time of year. Um, and she'll tell you about how this crazy brown snow playing kid from Virginia Beach in the midst of the morning funeral party, that's M-O-U-R-N-I-N-G, funeral party, said, let's go build a snowman. Let's go have a snowball fight. And uh, that, that's kind of me, because I'm dreaming of a white Christmas, just like the ones I used to know, but I didn't used to know. So all I could do was dream. All I could do is dream. And today, in our scripture, we see this beautiful, just this promise, and we see this beautiful present that's out under our tree for us to unwrap. And that present is, you know, God's love is so much, it can't be held in a package with wrapper. But Jesus Christ is our gift of eternal life. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever believes in him, believes in Jesus, will be saved, will have everlasting life. That is our gift. That is our white Christmas. I'm going to talk to you a little bit about that or talk with you just a little bit about a white Christmas and what what that means to be covered white as snow, as it says in Isaiah 1, 18. Because Jesus didn't come to only give us a dream. Jesus offers us more than a dream because before there is snow on the ground, there's everything else. Whatever we put there, whatever is already there, sometimes from the people before us, sometimes you get these muddy, mucky hills, especially in Pennsylvania. Sometimes the water just lays that way. But when the snow comes, snow has a tendency to kind of cover over all of that. And it turns a muddy, mucky hillside into a winter wonderland. A place where you can play, where the kids can say, come on out and let's throw a snowball, even if people don't feel like it. Sometimes kids are just like, let's just play in this wonderful snow. It's like this this white substance, not quite water, not quite ice. It falls from heaven. Covering everything as far as the eye can see. I don't know about you, but for a kid who sings, I'm dreaming of a white Christmas. We don't see any whiter Christmas, any whiter snow coming down from heaven than when Jesus Christ came into the manger on Christmas morning. That is what we celebrate in the life of the church. That is what we celebrate as Christ followers is the fact that Christ came to us to cover our mucky, muddy hillside with pure snow. As Isaiah says, your sins may be like crimson, but they will be whiter than snow. You're going to get washed whiter than snow. So 
Jesus offers you more than a dream. And, um, you know, this next slide, it just says, I'm dreaming. And then the next one. Of a white Christmas, just like the ones I used to know. I want you to think back to your first white Christmas that you can remember. It may have not been your first white Christmas. Think back to the first time you just saw so much snow that you just had to get your hands in it. Even if you got frostbite, you didn't even put mittens on. You, you just had to get into that snow. Snowsuits, they didn't exist yet. You just dove in and then you learned about snowsuits. Think about that snow. Think about the joy. Think about the fun. Think about the colds and the sniffling and the sneezing. Everything that came along with that. But think of the joy. Think of the fun. There's people that have never experienced that. There are people who have never experienced it. Like me, a little boy from a brown snow, Virginia Beach, that are still just dreaming of a white... Christmas, year after year, they want to experience it. Do not take for granted what you have. Those of you who have experienced this white Christmas, and I am not talking about snow outside anymore. Those of you who have experienced the white Christmas of Jesus Christ in your life, don't take it for granted. Sing about it. Even in the middle of July in the supermarket. Make people look at you funny because you're singing about the white Christmas that you have in Jesus Christ. Some people have not experienced a white Christmas. Now, the final thing I want to kind of talk about is that snow covers. What does it cover? We've already said everything. Bible tells us, you know, love covers a multitude of sins and Jesus Christ, the sacrifice that he made. Yes, the baby in the manger is the, the crucified Christ on the cross. Same Jesus. Snow came down at Christmas. And it washed that crimson stain. White snow. Love covers a multitude of sins, friends. Whatever your muddy, mucky hill looks like in your life, I want you to know that Jesus Christ is a white snow that's a fall. And Jesus Christ is going to bring you joy. Where there was much dirtiness. Just, I don't want to go out on that hill. Jesus Christ will let you look at things a different way. Will transform you. Will change you forever. Once you experience that first snow and get your hands in it. You'll never be the same. And for those of you who have experienced that white Christmas, because snow covers everything, I hope you sing about it. For those who have not experienced, to know that that is what is the real joy about, about white Christmas, about snow, is that Jesus Christ didn't just do that for me. This isn't just about my hillside. This is for all of us. The gift is there. Already ready be unwrapped. Let your friends, your family, those in community know that the gift is there this Christmas. Jesus Christ came down. Now I usually end a, a sermon 
with a big challenge, something you can kind of take away and dig in deeper at home with. But this is Christmas, so I'm just going to give you one. Share the gift. Share the gift. Sing about it. So for all of those that you come across who are just dreaming of a white Christmas, they can finally experience it. That is my prayer for you. Would you pray with me? Dear God, we thank you for the way that you came down as a little baby in the form of Jesus Christ. You took on human flesh to... To, to leave your home in glory to come to this house that we dwell in for but a short time. You came so we can finally go home for Christmas. So we can finally understand what it means to go home. The way that you had intended. I pray, Father, that you will not let us take lightly the gift that you have given us. Because there is no greater gift that you could ever give. Let us not forget from the manger to the cross our God walked with us and still walks with us. You are here. Speak to us. When we go astray, pull us back. And when we meet others who, who need to just see the light of Christ, they're in a very dark space. Let us be that light. Let us shine that light. Because Jesus paid it all. All to you, I owe. Sin had left the crimson stain, and you washed it white as snow. But none of us forget the gift that was given. In the name of Jesus Christ, our Lord.